Thank you for downloading the Barbecue Central Show. The Barbecue Central Show is supported in part by these great sponsors. The Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices and barbecue pits. Their website is thebbqguru.com. Also, Butcher Barbecue, maker of injections, rubs, and sauces. Their website is butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for anything in the barbecue and grilling industry to include world championship winning rubs. Their website, bigpapasmokers.com. And by Cookshack, maker of pellet and electric cookers. You can visit them at cookshack.com. Also, Chops Power Injector System. Three different size injectors to choose from. Find out more at barbecuekansascity.com, and that's barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. And by Pit Barrel Cooker, one of the most unique and versatile cookers out there on the market. Visit them at pitbarrelcooker.com. And by Smithfield, the biggest name in pork, bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season. Get Smokin' with Smithfield and their grant program and committed cooks program. Learn more at smokinwithsmithfield.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the finest pellet cookers on the market. Their website, greenmountaingrills.com. Also by Cookin' Pellets, manufacturer of wood pellets to fire wood pellet cookers. Their website is cookinpellets.com. You can also purchase on Amazon.com as well. And finally, by Unknown Barbecue Supply, makers of lid hinges, chimney grillers, and much more. You can visit their website, unknownbbq.com slash shop. Use promo code REMPY for 15% off your entire order. This is Jennifer Paulinus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue So to get Central. that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Oh! Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Oh boy, we're at odds already. Right off the bat, we're at odds with Facebook. Everybody on Outdoor Cooking Channel, hang with me. Don't worry, stick around, hold on. Gotta change resolution. Man, I'm telling you. Anybody more of these days with multiple streaming outputs, all this other stuff? Man, heaven forbid. Uh, This is the show that broadcasts live and direct from Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. It's also the show that talks about everything important to the world of barbecue and grilling. So, if you want to jump in on the show tonight, I'm more than happy to have you. If you don't know how to get in touch with the show, I can help you out with that. Here's what you do. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com on the Twitter and Instagram at bbqcentralshow. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. 
And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter uh, really about two hours ago. So coming up at 914, he's a first-timer to the show. Uh, Apopka, Florida went off this past weekend. It's a Florida Barbecue Association production, one of the biggest events that goes on in the Florida Barbecue Society. Well, it doesn't matter any sanctioning body when it comes to Florida. We'll be joined by the pitmaster of Bull Rush Barbecue, Brian Morosca. That's going to be an exciting conversation in many different ways. Then at 9.35, because we were impromptu last week, you would recall that I was in the midst of a conversation with the founder of LA Talk Radio, who, by the way, and in all fairness, if you didn't get to watch the show live or you kind of caught it half-assed on the podcast, you might have thought he just kind of was like, hey, we're running out of time, I got to go. Absolutely, he had to go because he was running a video production in his L.A. Talk Radio studios and literally had to go because their shows at L.A. Talk Radio end at 10 till the hour. We were like at 1047, so he really had to dump off and make sure that his show got out on time. However, in order to backfill the remaining five, six minutes of that segment, I did an impromptu T-shirt giveaway, which, by the way, the Horse Meat 2017 shirts are here. Uh, this is what they look like in case you didn't watch the show last week. This is the front of the shirt, 2017. And then you have, of course, on the back, uh, a call out to the Barbecue Central show. But more importantly, you have the Horse Butchers chart on the back as well. The extra, well, the additional extra large shirt has been spoken for. However, we do have four double XL, four triple XL for you people that want to win it. Barbecue guys, I know that's your wheelhouse. So check it out at 935. We will be doing a game show to give away some Horse Meat 2017 t-shirts. These are exclusive. These are limited edition. I can't say with any assurity that there are going to be even second, third, fourth, or fifth runs. In regards to this, and if we do, we will be charging for these shirts. But the first run is free, so you have. what's rule number three of the show? If it's free, it's me. So this is what you want to jump in on, 935. Then we'll move to the second hour. We're going to try out a new segment at 1014. It's called uh, Around the Barbecue Globe, so stick around for that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Than- I might lead up to it a little bit as we get closer to the second hour, but 1014 around the barbecue globe. Draw your own conclusions from there. Weigh in on the chat room for as far as what you think might be happening at 1014. Who knows? And then at 1035, the embedded Texas correspondent of the show, also pitmaster of Rogue Cookers, Doug Shiding, will be joining me as well. He will be closing it out. So very excited to talk to Doug and catch up with him. If you want to jump in, 216-220-0966, email greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Are your ways to get in touch with me should you see fit? All right. Blast off an email. Make a Facebook uh, or Twatter. Did I just say Twatter? <laughs> Facebook or Twitter post or whatever, Instagram, all that good stuff. doesn't matter. Let everybody know the show's on right now. A couple different links to send them to. The audio of the show as uh, is at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. 
The video can be found at the longtime video syndication partner of this show, OutdoorCookingChannel.com. I believe the Google Chrome situation was rectified middle of Chad's show last week, and I didn't see any remnants of an issue this week, so you should be able to get that no problem. Also, on your various web browsing browsers. And if you have Internet Protocol Television, Roku, for instance, you can go to the App Store in Roku, look for Outdoor Cooking Channel, download it, and then you get access to not only the extensive archives that Kevin Bevington has put together for Outdoor Cooking Channel, but you also get a live stream option on Roku as well. So that's how you find the show. Get it out there. Let everybody know the show's on. And I would personally appreciate it if you would get new listeners to the show. What are we doing? We want new listeners for crying out loud. All right, so I had mentioned a couple minutes ago that in the last interview segment last week, we were trying to give away some Horse Meat 2017 shirts. That didn't work out all that great. What I have found out by listening to the show, keyword listening to the show, nobody's listening to the show. I had no less than two callers dial in to win the coveted 2017 horse meat shirts last week, and they were not able to answer the most basic of questions. So I am asking you tonight, out of just personal sacrifice, please put a active listening ear to the show and listen to what's happening. And then B, more importantly, as far as it it is concerned for 935, you don't have to worry about active listening to the show. I have porn star and athlete, I have cheese and font, and I also have winery or rehab. You actually get to pick the game this week. So, hey, how about that? Now, here's the situation. Uh, by the way, Diane Me weighing in an instant chat saying maybe it's the horse meat topic. Absolutely not. That is incorrect. Your 2017 horse meat topic update coming at 10 o'clock, top of the hour. So stay tuned for that. That is a platform that will be year long. So if you don't like it, it's going to be a long year. I got to tell you. As it relates to the 2017 horse meat shirt winning. No good deed goes unpunished, Centralites, right? No good deed. And as soon as the show ended this past Tuesday, amid the flurry of emails that came in on both Casey's and Kinger's non-behest, I might add, (laughs) they called in at least. But as soon as the show ended this past Tuesday... The email started rolling in, bitching already about what? No 4XL t-shirts? No 4XL t-shirts. No, no. Bro, I got you. I have 4XL shirts, except they don't say horse meat 2017. They say diet 2017. Okay? Dudes and perhaps ladies. Let me clue you in right quick. 4XL isn't a real size. It's a rating for a jib on a sailboat. It's called mixing a salad and a treadmill. Do yourself a favor. Follow at Fit Griller on the Facebooks. 
make a life change. Son, don't bitch about how I don't have 4XL horse me t-shirts. 4XL horse me t-shirts. This is what we're bitching about here. 4XL. Come on, son. You're better than that. You are better than that. At Fit, at Fit Griller on Facebook. Check out Michael McDiarmid. That dude has turned it around. By the way, he was not fat. Not fat. But somehow he went from 170 pounds to 210 pounds, and he packed on 35 pounds of muscle. I would love to do that. I'll tell you what, I would also love another pit barrel cooker. Let me talk to you quickly about them. Gang, pulling the trigger on a new cooker can be nerve-wracking sometimes. Temperature control, fire management, what woods to buy. Who needs the hassle? But I strongly suggest the pit barrel cooker. The pit barrel makes cooking simple and fun, and it just might be the most unique, versatile, and easy-to-use cooker available on the market today. Imagine a single cooker that will turn out great traditional barbecue meats like briskets, pork shoulders, and ribs, while also being able to ramp up in temperature to do those burgers, chicken wings, and hot dogs, right? The versatility, all thanks to the revolutionary design that goes beyond traditional convection. Their hook-and-hang method places the food in the center of the meat. Heat. So it's acting like a stationary rotisserie. The result, great tasting, perfectly cooked meat each and every time in the industry we call consistency. Now, not only is the pit barrel a fabulous cooking vessel, it's aesthetically sexy as well. It's not only built to withstand heat, thanks to its porcelain enamel finish, the pit barrel is able to withstand any type of weather. It's also extremely portable. It can fit in the back of most vans, trucks, and SUVs. It's ready to go wherever you are. And of course, all barbecue folks love accessories. And the pit barrel doesn't disappoint here either. From rubs to the unique removable ash pan to pit grips, turkey hangers, hinged grill grates, charcoal chimneys, cool coffee mugs, and beer koozies. Yes, the full line of accessories that really complement your pit barrel experience is available for your enjoyment. And the best part, for $299, the pit barrel comes fully assembled, ready to cook on, and chips for free right to your door. Not only does the cooker ship free, but with so few returns, everything else ships for free to the lower 48 continental states each and every day. No promo code, no coupon code necessary. Don't take my word for it. The folks at AmazingRibs.com love all of it. They've given it their gold division rating. That's their highest rating, by the way. Not once, not twice, but three years in a row. Head on over to pitbarrelcooker.com. That's pitbarrelcooker.com. See what everybody's talking about. Be sure to check out their full collection of short how-to videos. Then pick up one or two for yourself, and then you can thank me later. If you have any questions, contact them through their website or call 502-228-1222. And yes, they will actually talk to you. Find out what great customer service is all about. Pit Barrel Cooker, pitbarrelcooker.com. We're back with Brian from Bull Rush Barbecue. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back to the show. 
You love to barbecue, you love to compete, and you love to win. So do all three with the help from Smithfield. Since 1938, Smithfield is providing high-quality fresh pork products, and now they invite you to get smoking with Smithfield. Are you an organizer of a nonprofit, community, or sanctioned barbecue event? Apply for the new grant program that helps support competitions across the U.S. with resources and prize money. But that's not all. If you compete, you can join the Committed Cooks program. Members who commit to cooking with premium, hand-trimmed, Smithfield, uh, fresh pork products receive swag and other great prizes. Commit to cook with Smithfield and see what's going on in barbecue and smoking events as well. Go to the website, smokingwithsmithfield.com. That's smokingwithsmithfield.com. All right, I completely screwed it up, I got to be honest. I meant to write down Brian's cell phone number, and I didn't. So now I have to do the old copy and go to, oh, wait, look at this guy. He's calling in right away. I'm going to unmute it. Hold on, hold on. Let me do this. Brian. Hey, Greg. How are you? Look at this guy. I thought I thought you were just phone time tonight, buddy. Oh, I was able to find some earbuds. I All got right. home. Cool. All right. So let me give you a proper introduction. I apologize. So this past weekend, one of the biggest events in Florida, regardless of sanctioning body, took place in Apopka. 79 teams joined in to try and win grand champion. And when the poorly placed pun smoke cleared, my next guest walked away with the title. So let's go ahead and race to the Smithfield hotline and welcome first timer of the show and the pitmaster of Bull Rush Barbecue, Brian Morosco, joining me here on the show. Brian, how are you, buddy? Good, good. Glad right. to be here. Yeah, glad we could do that. All right, so now I got to redo it. There's uh, Brian, the picture guy. And now we'll go ahead and do Brian, <laughs> the Skype guy here in just one second. All right, here we go. So uh, let's, I guess, before we get into the cook and how it went and all that good stuff, for the folks that aren't familiar with you, Brian, and the team Bull Rush, a uh, little bit of background about you and, I guess, how you got involved with the competition barbecue scene. Uh, it started about four years ago, actually. Uh, I worked for Darden Restaurants. I was a financial analyst for Olive Garden and uh, started competing uh, just for fun with my parents and it grew and grew and, and, you know, five trailers later and, you know, now multiple grand championships later. Uh, you know, I work for Sunny's Barbecue as the head pit master uh, in charge of all the food. Um, about a year and a half, we're, we're working really hard to improve all of our food there, get, get you know, the specs up to where they should be and, you know, get to travel around and visit restaurants and cook barbecue. Brian, talk to me about the team name Bull Rush Barbecue. Where does that come from? So in college, I actually played uh, college football uh, at a D2 school up in Boston. And, uh, you know, Bull Rush, it's a, a defensive term that you rush, you know, the offensive lineman and, and try to get to the quarterback. Yep. So it just kind of fit and it was perfect. Uh, Brian, joining me here from the show, Bull Rush Barbecue. Um, taking a look back at this past weekend, Brian, from a high level, give me an overview. How does the cook go for you guys? And is there anything that you have to contend with during the cook that you don't plan for? Uh, well, Apopka is our hometown kind of contest where we're about 40 minutes away from it. So we actually, a lot of our friends come over and hang out with us during Apopka, Uh-oh. which it's, it's the coolest contest ever. Cause there's a bunch of, uh, country concerts with it uh this year was rodney atkins was 
was the highlight. Um, so it, it is the best contest of the year in Florida. Um, but the cook went pretty smooth. Uh, you know, we got off to a slow start. Um, kind of a bunch of our friends showed up right before chicken turn-in, and, and we kind of lost track of time. So had to uh, cook the chicken a little hotter and faster than normal. But we were able to hit our marks, and uh, it turned out well. All right, Brian, so talk to me about this situation that you're just describing here. I mean, are you like a guy that's actively sending out stuff like, hey, if you're going to show up, show up between X and X, but do not show up between these four hours because these are turning times and we got to be ready to rock and roll. We can't be messing around. And do people just like discard that and they're like, hey, we don't give a F. We're going to show up when we show up and you're just going to have to deal with it. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> one of the visitors was actually uh, my boss. Oh, <laughs> so I, I couldn't uh, say no to that. So uh, she wanted to see uh, the process. She had never been to one of our contests uh, since I started working at the company. So she uh, she was kind of perfect timing, but they stayed out of the way. And then uh, just uh, one of our friends that I um, – Grew up best friends with his kid. He came, and so it just kind of converged at the same time. Which, you know, luckily they all got lost and then came back. You know, in between each turn in, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, that's one of the nice things about having uh, a big trailer. You know, we have a forty foot trailer, uh, so we just close it all up and don't get bothered once we get focused. When you have a team, or I'm sorry, a contest that has. 80 teams. It's a Florida Barbecue Association event, so you know some of those standby teams that have been winning here over the last two, three, four years are going to be in there as well as a lot of other great teams that might only compete a handful of times a year. When you get into that 80 kind of plus team field, do you get at all worried about that crapshoot effect or it doesn't matter whether it's five teams or 80 teams, it's a program first and whatever happens, happens? You know, I like the bigger contest because it kind of spreads, um, you know, the tables out and kind of evens the judging in the field. So I, I'd much rather cook in the big contest. All right, so let's take a look back at the individual results, Brian. We're talking with uh, Brian Moraska from Bull Rush Barbecue, winner of the Apopka event this past weekend. Uh, chicken, 10th place overall. So, you know, I always say to the pitmasters, do you like to hear that? name call right off the bat and kind of helps build that initial momentum or, you know, does it not really matter how you're hearing yourself get called? You know, a call's a call, right? It's better to get a call. It's better than the alternative. So, you know, it, it definitely hate to get that 10th place chicken, but it's better than not getting a call at all. Did you think the chicken was better than 10th place or do you think that was fair? Uh, I think the chicken was good. I think 10th place is, you know, in the realm. Uh, lately we've been, uh, doing, you know, pretty around fifth to eighth. So I think it was a, it was good with that, with the caliber of teams that were there, you know, there is a lot of great FBA teams and, uh, you know, with all these classes going on these days, you know, teams can just jump right in and chicken's kind of one of those categories that, you know, it doesn't take a seasoned team to, to do well in. I can afford a lot of chicken and cook it at home, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, ribs, you got second overall, so huge score here. Did you think you had 
second place or maybe even first place ribs or you think you got a little lucky on that oh no those ribs were awesome uh last year or last year last week uh we cooked over in winter haven um and we actually got we we kind of screwed up on our ribs and we lost focus and uh, put a little too much smoke on them and got 28th place so this uh second place ribs were uh much better than last week so we we actually did a couple practice cooks during the week and uh it paid off uh pork you get sixth place overall so again you know uh top 10 or higher here uh, you're pretty satisfied with a sixth place pork call yeah you know pork is kind of our go-to uh category everywhere we go that's kind of what we hit in so you know that that's that's always a good call and then uh, to finish it out you have the 10th place uh, 10th place brisket so you bookend the calls at 10th place you get a second ribs and a six pork so overall before we get to the overall calls i mean that's a pretty solid cook i'd imagine weekend in weekend out that's probably a, a program you're pretty happy with more or less oh yeah for sure we we thought that the brisket was better than 10th place uh but you know, you, you take what you can take. Are you a, a high-end brisket guy, or are you still kind of fighting that non-Wagyu situation? Uh, oh, no. Down, down here in Florida, you pretty much have to cook, uh, you know, Snake River or uh, Australian A9 to even place up in the top top 10 in these large contests. You know, from a – we're going to – time allowing, we'll get into the, to the business aspect here with the sunny stuff, but – I mean, you see it from both sides, right? You're in a barbecue business. You're the head pit master of a pretty well-known barbecue chain. And then you're also on the competition circuit. And certainly two different situations to be sure. But do you feel that it's, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to say unfair, or do you, do you find it odd that the evolution of competition barbecue, especially in this event or in this region of the country, finds that you have to have a Wagyu beef or an A9 or, or something along these grades in order to be competitive. Is that fair or is that the, just where the evolution of barbecue is today, do you think? Uh, you know, a big thing is evolution. Uh, in the restaurant, we're actually uh, moved up to Angus within the last uh, month. So I think it, it's everybody is getting more understanding of the different uh, cuts of meats and the different uh, levels. So I think the evolution is just going higher and higher. It's becoming kind of like NASCAR, which, uh, you know, is a big part is whoever has the most money uh, does help a lot to win week in and week out. So, you know, the, the NASCAR comparison is unique in the fact that, you know, if you're a really great NASCAR person, and I certainly understand we're on different situations here, but if you're really good NASCAR and you win some races, you're going to be making a lot of money. Does the cost justify the payout in a lot of situations in competition barbecue. In other words, if you're spending $200 for a brisket and X amount for extra pork and whatever for ribs, does the overall purse and then the grand champion potential payout justify you spending this extra money or, you know, what is an extra expense otherwise? Yeah, exactly. You know, you're already spending so much on the weekend. What's an extra of 50 or $60 for a brisket. Um, and then, you know you're going to get good quality when you're, you know, for us, we, we've always ordered Snake River Farms. Uh, you know, a difference is at the smaller contest, we would cook a, a black uh, level, and then in the bigger competitions, we do cook gold. So, you know, we do take a little bit 
uh, break on price during those. But um, yeah, you just, you to be competitive, you gotta you gotta cook what everybody else is cooking. So uh, top 10 at the worst as far as individual calls are concerned here, high as the second. Are you actively keeping track of all of the other calls that are going on during the individual meat categories as we start to track down overall? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it, as we started getting close to uh, the reserve and grand, you know, started talking ourselves out of it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when they called reserve with rub, we didn't even – it's like we missed Rub. You, you know, he's such a good team, and you can never count him out. But he snuck in there, and then we're like, "Oh crap! Did you know? Did we not even get in the top 10? <laughs> you yeah, know, like never. That's, that's what happened to us last week. Never mind the fact that Rub won like Florida Barbecue Association like two or three or four times in a row. I mean, who who cares about that? <laughs> yeah, but year year after year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who cares about that? I mean, it, it just happened. So, do you? I mean, it never fails to amaze me that the pitmaster's mentality when you get to first place is, well, it can never be me. We had to have screwed it up somewhere or we missed the tracking somebody getting a call somewhere else. So when you hear Bull Rush called for overall grand champion, what are some of those initial emotions that are washing over you and the team as you hear your name called? You know, it was just a lot of excitement, uh, you know, it's kind of the moving up of ranks. You know, this is a huge contest, and we've never won this large of a contest before. So, uh, you know, it was just so much excitement for for myself and my parents and uh, Bull Rush as a team. It just uh, kind of helps to elevate uh, that. And then on the sunny side as well, you know, uh, it, it gives credibility. In regards to rank for this win compared to the other ones that you've had because of size and other teams that are in there, and certainly the smaller competitions doesn't mean that there aren't great teams in there as well. Is this one that currently sits on the Mount Rushmore of grand championships for Bull Rush Barbecue? Yeah, this has definitely got to be the the top grand champion to date. Uh, hopefully, you know, we can add more this year, uh, we're, we're going to be traveling a little bit more than usual. So we'll get to some good contests this year for sure. Brian Moroska joining me here on the show from Bull Rush Barbecue, recap, uh, recapping the Apopka, Florida win this past weekend. Uh, Brian, what are you cooking on? Uh, we cook on a, a Stumps Classic and then a Cook Shack FEC 100. How do you uh, delineate what meats are going and what cookers? Uh, so just from cooking on them it, we've noticed that pork just cooks better on the stumps than it does on the fe so we've kind of isolated the uh, stumps for just pork and i think we have four or five perfect pork scores on the stump so that, that just you know it's one of those things that you don't mess with um and then the fe you know a lot of people say you can't get a smoke ring in an fe but we get an unbelievable taste and smoke ring uh, on brisket in the FE. And then, you know, chicken, it's it's just a versatile cooker that you can cook low. And then for the last hour, if you need to, you can cook at 400 plus degrees. So it's just, uh, it's worked out perfect. Is there some type of special shenanigans that you're pulling on that FE that drop that smoke ring on there? Because I would sit here and agree with you that 
from the majority of pitmasters that use an FE, they would sit here and say that the one thing that they lack is either a robust smoke flavor or that smoke ring. Uh, well, you know, it's nothing fancy, but um, I've had the new IQ4 controllers and then, you know, the FEs with the old Traeger controllers, the original ones. That's actually what I cook on. Uh, I, I've actually had an IQ4 and I didn't really like it as much, so I sold that one and kept the uh, old Traeger one. And I just think oh. it it just it just puts a good smoke ring. You can kind of control it uh, through the uh, you know there's the P settings, which uh, is the intervals of when the pellets get pushed in. So you can kind of play with how much smoke is being put on the product, and uh, you know so that that's kind of something you can play with and. You know, for a hundred dollars, if if you blow up the the board, you know it's only a hundred dollars to replace it. So, and it takes you know fifteen minutes at a competition, which you know we've blown up four or five now, <laughs> plugging into some of those competitions. Power <laughs> is that frustrating to plug in somewhere and, <laughs> and not have that consistency from place to place? Oh yeah, it, it is frustrating, but you know you understand. Uh, a lot of places and you know now we've gotten a you know just a surge protector that we plug into so it's kind of alleviated a lot between that and then uh we've put a battery backup onto the guru and then the fe so if power does go down it gives us about 30 to 45 minutes to start up our our generator and then we don't really worry about it uh, from a sanctioning body standpoint, Brian, are you cooking uh, strictly FBA, or will you branch out in a KCBS and some other ones as well? Uh, we cook uh, a lot of FBA. Um, we cook probably seventy uh, percent FBA, probably twenty uh, percent KCBS, and ten uh, percent uh, GBA. Do you find, or, or how do you find the differences between the two sanctioning bodies? Like, what do you like from one or the other? You know, so FBA, you don't have to put greenery, but you got to put a lot more uh, of the protein in the yeah. box. You got to fill it up a lot more. It's a meat comp, so, right? you know, Yeah, so it's good <laughs> and bad. And then, you know, KCBS, it's less protein, but you got to put green. So you got to spend a little bit more time doing that. And then GBA is actually something we've started cooking uh, this past year and kind of fallen in love with it because it's uh, more of a Memphis barbecue style. So it's uh, first round and then the top three go on to the finals. So it's a little bit different uh, pace and kind of takes you off your game. Uh, Brian, where are you going to be competing at next? Uh, so this weekend going up to Kansas city, but that's just, uh, for my nephew's birthday. And that after that will be, in, uh, ribs on the roof. Uh, after that will be in Eagle Lake. And then two weeks later we'll be in Pensacola for KCBS and then, uh, down for a couple weeks and get some time to relax <laughs> yeah sounds like you might uh be enjoying that that's uh brian morasca pitmaster of bull rush barbecue this past weekend's winner at apopka brian really appreciate the time man thanks so much thanks greg enjoyed it you got it there he is brian morasca from bull rush barbecue okay let's try this there we go okay can we do that is that possible
We didn't even get into the cool stuff, right? All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. He's the head pitmaster for Sonny's Corporate. What? I can't wait. Guess what? Brian, you didn't know it, but we have a whole nother segment planned called Restaurant Barbecue. You're welcome. All right, that was Brian Morosca, Bull Rush Barbecue. All right, folks, Cook Shack manufactures smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether your barbecue is in the backyard, in the competition circuit, or in a five-star dining facility. Cook Shack has the unit that will do the job. And with a full line of barbecue sauces, spices, pellets, and wood chunks, it's the perfect one-stop shop. Cook Shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes, online recipes, how-to videos, two blogs, smoke and grilling 101s, and a video cooking classroom. Check out their website at cookshack.com or follow them on these social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, and Google+. Get advice or share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue forum. How about that? Cook Shack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champions because they were designed by a champion. That, of course, being Ed Fest, Eddie Morin. The FEC 100 and PG 1000, always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can double as a smoker and grill. Low and slow or hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cook Shack residential electric smokers are the number one smoker in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you can cook in your oven, you can make in a Cook Shack. Passion and dedication drives Cook Shack's manufacturing with quality always being the top priority. Get the best in barbecue since 1962 and call 800-423-0698. Let them know the Barbecue Central Show sent you over there when you do it. Visit their website as well, cookshack.com. That's C-O-O-K-S-H-A-C-K, cookshack.com. My dad has a cook shack, Smoquette, and he loves it and is a jerky-making monster. All right, we're back to win horse meat t-shirts. You're going to get to choose cheese or font, winery or rehab, porn star or athlete. You dial 216-220-0966, and I will get you into the show. And that's all I ask. That and you have a working knowledge of one of those subjects. Because that's going to help you win a highly exclusive Horse Meat 2017 t-shirt. All right, we're back right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Now, let's get back to the LeBron James of Barbecue Talk, Craig Rampey. All right, we are back. Thanks again to Brian Baraska joining me last segment from Bull Rush Barbecue. This portion of the show... Being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills. 
I'm going to be visiting with them at the HPB Expo in Atlanta first part of next month. Who's going to be there? I'm going to be there. Some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you need a big one to house a lot of meat, they got one for you. If you need something medium size, they got you covered. Something for tailgates or smaller sizes, got you covered there too. You can also supply those pellet cookers with pellets from Green Mountain Grills. Check out their website, greenmountaingrills.com. That's greenmountaingrills.com. All right, here we go. Folks, if I've told you... Jesus Christ. Why is that so loud? Let's do this instead. That works better. All right, it's time to win a show. Shirt. Okay. See how we move this guy over here and we'll unmute him. Uh, Area code 605, name and where you're calling from. This is uh, Schwenny from the uh, uh, city of Wagyu. Schwenny? Yeah. All right, Schwenny, tell us a little bit about yourself. What would you like to know? Oh, yeah, just the basic information. Single, how hot are you, all that good stuff. Uh, well, uh, I'm six foot 182 and a half. All right. Hot. 37 and love flip flops. All right. So, uh, Schwenny, you have a. Uh, opportunity to pick what game we can actually play tonight. So you tell me, athlete or porn star, cheese or font or winery or rehab? Let's go with porn star. All right. Uh, Porn star or athlete. Let me get through the documents here. So here's what you got to do. You got to give me three right out of five. If you can do that, you win a horse meat 2017 t-shirt. Of course, there is only one rule, Schwenny. Do you know the rule? Uh, that I have to get three out of five right. Oh, you have to wear the shirt if you win it in public and take pictures, of course. We knew that, right? It's part and parcel I, of the whole deal. I, I, I am deliberately up past my bedtime to win said shirt. All right, here we go. Uh, Schwenny, let's play the game. All right, Schwenny. That's your real name. Tell me. It is. Is Chubby Cox an athlete or porn star? Chubby Cox. Chubby Cox? Chubby Cox. Oh, man. I am going to have to go with... uh... Uh, Sometime today. Porn star? star? All right. Let's lock you in. Um, Jeez, that's tough. Chubby Cox is indeed a athlete. That's all right. No problem. No problem. Here's the next question, Schwenny. Tell me, is this name an athlete or porn star? Gordon Johncock. Gordon Johncock. 
Gordon John Cox. That's right. right. That's right. Boy, uh, I'm gonna say athlete. All right, we'll lock you in for athlete. Gordon Johncock is athlete. All right. All right, so we are one and one. One to the negative, one to the positive. Schwenny, here we go. Talk to me about Skin Diamond. Is Skin Diamond an athlete or porn star? Today, Shwani. I'm gonna say she is a porn star. All right. Locking in on porn star. Final, final answer. Lock it in, Gregory. Porn star. You're right. All right, here we go. This is for all the marbles. And you do have one to give, as they say in the basketball industry. Talk to me about Damon Berryhill. Athlete or porn star? Damon Berryhill. Damon Berryhill. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm going to have to say that he was... uh... Was, uh, he was a cubby, man. That's, that's an athlete. Athlete? All right. Final answer? Lock it in, Gregory. Damon Barry Hill? Athlete. Oh, this guy. All right. So, good news. Good news for you, Schwenny. You have won the first 2017 horse meat shirt. Now, here's the big question. Oh. Do you or do you are you a, a double XL or triple XL uh, wearer? Uh, I'd like to consider myself the three XL or a barbecue medium, yeah. as they call 3XL. it. Three XL, that's right, no doubt about it. All right, so here's what you got to do, Schwenny. Uh, send me your email. Ad- or, sorry, send me your shipping address. To this email address, Greg at the BBQ Central Show. Be sure to go ahead and mention the shirt size again, 3XL, and I will get yes. that shirt out tomorrow. Fair enough? Hey, that is outstanding. All right, perfect. There he is, Schwenny winning 3XL. I don't know if his name is really Schwenny, to be honest. Is that right? Schwenny is your name? I'm a man. I'm 40. All right, he's a man. All right, there we go. One athlete or rehab down. Plenty of time to give away more shirts, so go ahead and call in. 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com is the email if you want to weigh in on Schwenny. But he did it. He did not fall. Let me go back through in case you guys are going to be doing any more porn star or athlete i did that one i did this one he fell for that one and uh that one right okay 
Plus, we have two other games for you to play, uh, Winery or Rehab or Cheese or Font. Sweaty balls, what? <laughs> There's no way that was him. That would be very embarrassing. 216-220-0966, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Uh, put the phone back on mute just in case we get another phone call here. Don't forget, coming up in the second hour, we are trying, we, me, me are trying out a new segment at 1014, which is going to be called Around the Barbecue Globe, which is basically this country. And you are going to be hearing from no less than three different people on three completely different topics. And it could be much like me following three different teams last year, right? Not good. The concept in my mind sees a recurring segment like this each and every week. If we can find the right people to do it, this one I'm just kind of sketching together with professionals of the industry. But we'll see how it goes. We're going to get three different guests. They're going to get about five minutes apiece. We're going to be talking about completely different items. You have your time, and as soon as your time is up, this is what you get. Hit the bricks, pal. Hit the bricks. And we move to the next person. So we're talking, we're talking, and as soon as you hear the horn, that's it. We're out, we're going to the next guy. I can only hope that the logistics of phone calls is going to be working just as well. All right, 216-220-0966, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. That's your email address. If you want to win a 2017 horse meat t-shirt, you call me, and we play a game, and it's fun and exciting. Let me show you the shirt again. Here's the front, 2017 horse meat. I have actually worn this shirt out in public now uh, at least three times. And then on the back, you do have the uh, horse butcher's chart, which I guess could be validated by Dave Bosca's Butcher Barbecue. And then, of course, you have the call out to the show website as well, the bbqcentralshow.com. Schwetti took a 3XL, or as he called it, a barbecue medium. Now you have the option. Uh, there are two, three, there are a pair of 3XLs left. No, there are three 3XLs left, and there are four 2XLs left. So if you want one, call in. Come on, call in. What are you doing? You know you want one. Don't force me to keep all of these shirts for me. I'm happy to do it. I'll keep them for me. I don't care. Last week, Kinger was on the show and uh, Casey was on the show. They don't seem so ebullient to be potential two-time losers this week, so that's fine. A lot of you have been emailing secretly during the show going, hey, what's the deal? This is the second Tuesday of the month. Where's Meathead Goldwyn? I understand Meathead is typically the second Tuesday of the month recurring guest. However, 
His travel schedule over the next handful of months is extensive. He is out the whole weekend of January, but we did have him. And then uh, February through March. So if you want to see Meathead other than on this show, he's going to be at Meathead in Paradise in a couple weeks. In uh, if you did well, I guess if you didn't register for that or whatever, that's going to be tough. Now we're up against it. This sucks. We're going to go ahead. Hold on a sec. Yes, 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 yes Shweddy. Hello, hello, Shweddy. Uh, no, this is uh, Travis. I was uh, looking to see if I could get on the show. Uh, wrong. Next- it's this is the same number. No, this is Lay Area. Uh, I actually know that team that called before. It's not the same number. Just the same area code. We're both South Dakota. Wait, who? Six oh five. Eight one eight eight, right? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was the same number those that just called. Would, those guys would have called from a uh, three six six or something like that. Six oh five today. But if you want their number, I could give you their number. I know I compete with them all the time. Well, that's all right. We'll we'll go ahead. We'll figure it out. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. What's your name? Hey, Buddy. What is it? Travis Duffy, last call here with Barbecue. Travis Duffy. Uh, tell us about yourself, Travis. Uh, I'm a barbecue competitor up here in South Dakota. Uh, we have uh, our World Cup every year. Uh, I'm a good All right, uh, and what game do you want to play, Travis, tonight? I want the Porn Star Game 2. The Porn Star Game 2. Okay, here we go. Everybody's interested in porn stars and athletes. No surprise here on this show, that's for sure. All right, Travis. First name, Megan Vaughn, porn star or athlete? That sounds pretty porn star. All right, we'll lock you in. Final answer? Yep. All right, Megan Vaughn, indeed. Porn star. Wow. Look at Travis with his extensive knowledge of porn stars. Good for you. All right, Travis, here we go. Next one. Gina, rider, porn star, or athlete? That sounds pretty like pretty athlete right there. Pretty athlete. All right, we'll lock you in. Gina, rider. Porn star. That's all right. One for one. One and one. One loss, one win. Here we go. Got to get three, remember. Here we go. Oh, sorry. Wrong sound effect. Uh, Next name, Travis. Karen Cockburn. Porn star or athlete? Karen Cockburn. Athlete. Lock Travis in on Karen Cockburn, athlete. And it is an athlete. All right. This is it for all the marbles, Travis. Oh, are you excited? Oh, hell yeah. I know I am. 
Travis, tell me, is Gordon... I'm sorry, we already talked about that. Is Lucius Pusey porn star or athlete? Say that again? Lucius Pusey. That sounds like that. Sounds like a what? Athlete? Yeah. Right. Lucius Pusey. Athlete. All right. Well, there's no fooling Travis on athletes or porn stars, that's for sure. All right, Travis, all you have to do is send me your shipping info, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, and then specify either double or triple extra large, just in case you are. So I know which size to send you. And then the rule, Travis, you have to wear it in public, and you have to take pictures. You can't just do it once. You have to wear it like a regular T-shirt, or you have to give it back. Well, now you got two. You got two South Dakota barbecue teams. We've got them now up here in the Midwest, and we'll be sporting them every time. All right, thank you, Travis, for calling it. NCO. No idea what that means. All right, we're well, well over time after that game show, but we're two shorts. Uh, two shorts. Two shirts. There we go. We'll see how the rest of the show goes here, but those two winners are now up north and west sporting horse meat. Chops Power Injector System, the NBBQA 2015 and 2016 Tools of the Year, coming in three awesome sizes to fit your injecting needs. The half-gallon Chops Power Injector System designed for competition or to pump up the backyard guy like me. So easy to use, right? Clean it, fill it, pump it, away you go. If you just have one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it all the way up. Just put in what you need. It uses it all. This one comes with a bunch of stuff. It's 100 bucks plus shipping. You pay it. The one-gallon Chops Power Injector System designed for catering or bigger jobs. It will hold double the amount of injection the half-gallon. That's why they call it the gallon. Some like to use it when they're cooking MBN whole hog or 10 shoulders to get that perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector, 120 bucks plus you pay the shipping. Then you have the Chops Full Power Injector System, the electric commercial competition big daddy. It's not a holding tank, but a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum, it was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City. And he has said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with a bunch of stuff as well. It's 325 bucks plus you pay shipping. A number of the top pit masters are using the Chops Power Injector System every day to make their barbecue better than everybody else's. It's not just for meat. You want to inject alcohol into watermelon or some other fruit? Do it. We don't care. You do it. Clean it and do it. Every injector hand-assembled right in Kansas City, Kansas City or Kansas City, Missouri, USA. They have a great upgrade that you can choose to make your chops injector bulletproof. Metal needle adapters. How about that? Yeah. How about it? Here's what you do. You head on over to Barbecue Kansas City, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, BarbecueKansasCity.com. That's BarbecueKansasCity.com. Chops Power Injector System. Give your barbecue some power. All right, we're back right after this to wrap up the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.
Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by cookingpellets.com. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all your pellet-driven cookers, visit cookingpellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well. Yeah, of course. Amazon.com is the greatest because if you go down and you download the cookingpellets.com app for free, you'll be alerted to special shipping promotions that are going on. So it can just sit on your phone, and once you get this great deal, it will alert you, and you will be rewarded for having the free app on your phone. It's not like it's sucking up a tremendous amount of data. Don't worry about that. Congratulations to the guys that won the Horse Meat 2017 t-shirts, both from North Dakota. I got to be honest, I'm a little suspicious about that. Travis Duffy is in. Uh, Carrie is listening. Didn't catch the phone number. Sorry. We're done with that. And uh, Shweddy has also gotten back to me. All right. Uh, We will step back and reload for the second hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Hi, this is Bobby Rempe from Cleveland, Ohio. And you're listening to Barbecue Central. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet wiener. Oh, listen, Laburnius, shut your face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. All right, just like that, we're into the second hour doesn't take long when you know what you're doing. That's right. This is the Barbecue Central Show. And uh, we talk about all things that have to do with barbecue and grilling. I'm wearing this t-shirt today. Smoke every day. Not smoke weed every day. Smoke every day. Like barbecue, man. Uh, We broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast, or as we like to call the ever-degenerating roster of Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, boy. If nobody else is a Cleveland Cavalier fan, the fact that I had just heard hours before we went on this show that Kevin Love is out for the next six weeks for a knee injury? What the f***? He just had one of the best games of his his career as a Cavalier. If he's playing that well with a bad knee, boot up, pal. We don't need you on the bench. We need you on the floor. 
J.R. Smith is down. This is not good. Our chances of repeating are dwindling at best. Needless to say, if you want to get in touch with the show, here's how you do it. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Still to come on the show tonight, the Around the Barbecue Globe, which will be in about 12 minutes. And we'll be leading off that segment with Dave Bosca of Butcher Barbecue. And I'm not even going to show you what we're going to be kind of talking about for the five minutes or so that we have with Dave. If you have not visited his website, butcherbbq.com, you're going to want to do that because it's pretty nifty. And I don't know whether to ask him why did it take so long or was this out of customer clamoring? So I might ask him that. Nevertheless, also to come in the show tonight, it was Scott Roberts, but nope. He's out. Doug Scheiding, the embedded Texas correspondent from the Barbecue Central show, will be helping me close it out tonight. Uh, I promised a 2017 horse meat update at this time each and every week as we bowl our way down or up or around whoever is in charge of not letting us eat our horse meat. Last week, I had emails into the highest levels of Ohio's government. Rob Portman, Sherrod Brown, to date, answers. No. If you get an email from a guy who had no signature line, in his email address or had some hokey BS termination part on his email that said at gmail.com instead of at a website.com that you can check out. Uh, Rule number one, if you're in business and your email address is blah, blah, blah at gmail.com, that sucks. That is not good. Not professional. Very easy ways to get that remedied. Do it. Really. Spend the money and do that. No legitimate business is at gmail.com. When people want to buy a truck for me during the day and their email address is at yahoo.com, that's what I do secretly on mute. I laugh. So fix that. Secondly, you can track me back. I'm legitimate. I have Google returns by the tens and twenties. So when I ask you, Is there any conversation? Does anybody talk about it? Do you get any email? I would love your thoughts. I'm asking you for your candid opinion to be used here on the show. It doesn't mean ignore me. So I have no great 2017 horse meat update this week. However, I will continue to try. We will continue to force the horse meat issue. And again... This is something that is not going away. We will be talking about it each and every week. I guarantee it. And no, it's not like the reality radio show of last year. Because it just involves me and everybody knows I love me. 
Oh, I love you. That's what I'm saying. Matt Boer is telling me on Instant Chat, Greg, three out of four of construction subs are at gmail.com, which means at untrustworthy.com. Run away. Here's a reminder. Last week I did a large dissertation on where the status of horse meat was, but I'm not going to do it anymore this week. Hall of Fame reminder, folks. Hall of Fame reminder. 2017 nomination suggestions, or we could say 2017 suggestions for nomination, are being requested by the American Royal Hall of Fame Barbecue. These are going to be doing 3-1, so we have a few precious weeks to sit down and write a nice handcrafted letter selling me to the nomination board on to why I would be the best pick to be in the 2017 Barbecue Hall of Fame this year. Can you imagine me? Uh, obviously, I would be going in as celebrity or pitmaster. <laughs> Maybe businessman. I've turned this into somewhat of a business. Not millions and millions of dollars worth, to be sure, but a business nonetheless. Small business, employing one person. But I would say celebrity or philanthropist. What is it? Humanitarian? Whatever that other category is. Who cares? Take the time to write the letter. And if you want to email me after show hours, greg at com. I will help you write. I will put together some type of a template that you can kind of use and craft to make your own. But you can't just say, put me into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, and then you're done with it. That's not going to work. We need to sell it. We need to build value. We need to know that if we get me down in Kansas City or wherever the hell it is this year, that you are going to hear one of the greatest Barbecue Hall of Fame induction speeches ever across any and all sport. Period. It will be magical. It will be one for the ages. You will tell your kids about it, and then when you are dead, your kids will tell their kids about this induction speech. I've been working on it. To no end for the last three and one half weeks, 20 hours a week, I am pounding out this acceptance speech, which can be tweaked on the very remote chance that I don't get voted in this year. It can be tweaked for next year. And if I don't, if I don't get in that year, which definitely the year after that, I should, I will be able to tweak it and it will be relevant. Are we all excited about that? I'm excited. So please, if you feel like it is part of your being to write on my behalf, these are due 3-1. You can go to the KCBS website to find out what the email address is. As a matter of fact, I can go there too. KCBS.us and then go to... Uh, oh, no... 
more KCBS News, American Royal Hall of Fame nominations. Um, send the email to bbq at americanroyal.com. That's bbq at americanroyal.com. If you would like to nominate an individual to be considered for the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Where did I get 3-1? Seeking nominations. Inductees have include all these people that have been on my show. Blah, 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 blah. You may blah, 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 blah. Oh, all submissions must be received by March 1st. Okay, great. I trust to have provided you with this information. By the way, I have. So, yeah. Craft a letter. Vote for me. Don't be... Don't be lame. I'll help you write it. I'm good. All right, folks. If you didn't know by now, Big Papa Smoker is the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue featuring a comprehensive selection of American-made grills, spices, sauces, accessories, and even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa's has made a name for itself by winning almost every major barbecue competition ever with their rubs. They've also banded together with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive coaches from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their own unique competitions. King of the Smoker, which brings the best of the best of barbecue in a head-to-head, back-to-basics style. The King of the Smoker, unique in the fact that contestants can't use electric devices such as pellet cookers or pit minders. Contestants just allowed to use charcoal wood in their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around. The other competition taking place this coming weekend, the Guinea Pig, a cost-controlled event that helps bring in newcomers to the competition world. It also features prize distribution all the way down to 10th place in each category, which helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the world of barbecue and keep the vet. All right? Keep the vet. On top of all of that, Big Papa's has created a unique brand ambassador program called the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition teams in the country, working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind, six years of being in the biz, that's it. They're turning the competition barbecue world on its head. They're creating their own unique competitions, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain in BJ's Restaurant Brewhouse, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It's just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. Okay? Now, we're going to give it a whirl across the barbecue globe. Coming up next, it may or may not work. You will definitely be enthralled whether you like it or not. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Stick around. Be right back. Show giving you a monthly visit from a doctor of barbecue, a man actually named Meathead, the author of a barbecue Bible, 
bloggers, reviewers, competitors, and manufacturers by the dozens. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Unknown Smoker Accessories, purveyors of made-in-the-USA stainless steel barbecue and smoker lid hinges, barbecue accessory hangers, rocket-hot chimney grillers, and heavy-duty aluminum foil dispensers. The fine products from Unknown Smoker Accessories keep your gear where it needs to be at arm's length and ready for battle. Visit unknownbbq.com slash shop today. Enter promo code REMPE, R-E-M-P-E, for a 15% off your entire order. That's promo code REMPE for 15% off your entire order. All right, here we go. We're going to be going around the barbecue globe. And joining me first, right out of the gate, the pitmaster of Butcher Barbecue and the creator of Butcher Barbecue Products, Dave Bosca, joining me here for the first round of Around the Barbecue Globe. Dave, how are you, buddy? Hey, we're doing great, Greg. All right, Dave. So here we are. We're going around the barbecue globe. Talk to me about what I have right here in my hand. It's a pork injection and a beef injection. It's all made. It's all in a bottle. What is going on? We're turning the world upside down no one kidding. bottle at a time. Unbelievable. So was this a progression for you guys? Were customers clamoring for ready to be made in the bottle, lazy American public? What's the deal? Well, it's a combination of multiple things. First thing is, is it is something I've always wanted to do and have out there. It's just that when I was running the meat shop and everything going on with that, I just didn't have the time to commit to the barbecue business like I should. Um, we shut the shop down a year ago this last August, and I really got concentrating on branding myself and the and the product. We've gotten lots of private label things going on. This was one of them. And I did have a big um, meeting last year at the American Royal with a distributor, sales to about 200 stores that they supply for me. And we sold thousands of cases to them last year. and fractions in the injections because their customers didn't they don't have a use for that powder it's it's too too complicated um so we tried to stupid proof it we we <laughs> made this pre-made injection based off of the flavors of what has taken us to this point already i've got six other things uh working at this time um that's going to go in bottles like this uh of injections and things like that so uh, we're, we're we're continuing growing it. Dave Bosco, Butcher Barbecue, joining me here on the show. Dave, does this mean because you're buying this, and I know we've talked about the, the stupid proof people, but otherwise, if people are just buying it out of mere convenience, does this mean you're kind of losing that uh, personalization of making the injections like you would the powder, in essence, or in other words, uh, uses of juices or other mixing ingredients? Um. Well... The folks that I, I personally feel and that the test that we've ran, they don't know any of that anyway. Um, if they want something sweet, they're going to add brown sugar to it anyway. Uh, so I don't think making it sweet or adding the juices has any bearing on it. They're going after the flavor. Uh, and that's what this is for. Um, that's the reason we run the, the deal with the injectors with it is to get it into people's hands right now. Let's let them try it. Dave, you've never been shy as far as introducing new products to the market. Do you feel that 
six potential new products coming in 2017 is just a, an evolution of Butcher Barbecue and uh, I don't want to say the free time, but the time you have now to really brand and, and bring products to the market then? It's going to be hard for me. It's going to be real hard. Uh, last year when we introduced all four of those competition rubs at one time, it was sort of overwhelming to do that. That's the reason I've got the two staple items right here. The other items um, I'd like to see out in the next three months. Um, it might take till July, uh, but I hope not. Um, this continues on. We're going to be changing the warehouse where I store everything um, because what I have now won't be able to uh, host or hold all of it. There's no doubt about that. I'm in two different buildings now, and, and I'm running out of room. It's that simple. Uh, for the injections, I'm, I'm getting some questions here in the chat room. It's basically just op- shaking it up, opening it up, and then sticking some type of an injector down there and there, drawing it out and injecting the meat, right? That's it. It's it's, it's that simple. Um, we've used the flavors. That's one on the circuit for us for years. That is the flavors we've got in this. Um, we It has to be shelf-stable, obviously. We work with Oklahoma State University to – to make that happen um, and to continue keeping it as close to the flavor um, that is used in competition. Uh, Where are you going to be competing at next, Dave? Uh, This coming weekend, I'm headed back two weeks ago, Super Bowl weekend. We're down at Houston, Texas. We cooked at the Humble Rodeo. Um, We got reserve grand down there at that one, 140 teams. This coming, we left our trailer and rig down there. Um, this weekend, I'm heading back down there. I'm just going to be an hour north in Huntsville, Texas. I don't have any idea how many teams they got, but there'll be another great group of teams um, that, down there, I'm sure. That's the Shotgun Fred Memorial? That's it. Correct. Yeah. Right. I mean, are, you're obviously aware of who Shotgun Fred is. I mean, uh, what do you think his contribution to, to barbecue is? I mean, that's a pretty lasting legacy for somebody who's kind of laughed off in the beginning, don't you think? Absolutely. Um, honored to be able to say that we're going down to cook. I do know we're actually, there's going to be a, a birthday party for him. His birthday falls at the same time. So I know they've got a big birthday party going for him, even though um, we'll all just tip our head and and be there. And he, I'm sure he's there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? No doubt about it. Uh, Dave, last question before I let you go. We move on to Shane from Proper Pig. Uh, Horse Meat 2017. Completely outrageous or potentially viable? In the United States, I don't think it'll ever happen. Oh, jeez. Four of the biggest pitmasters have told me I might be crazy. All right, Dave, thanks for coming on, buddy. You bet. There he is. Dave Moskowitz. All right, I'm waiting for Shane. My instructions were good, right? I don't know. I know how to fix it, though. Let's do this. Hold on. Hold on. Now, let's do this. All right. Uh, with the success of... Oh, 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 oh. What happened? Away. He's calling. Okay. Now, we we continue our role on the... Uh, uh, Around the Barbecue Globe, Shane Vitovic, co-owner of The Proper Pig, joining me here on the show now after Dave Bosca. Shane, how are you, buddy? Awesome. How are you doing, Greg? Oh, my God. We're racing around the globe. First Oklahoma, now here in Cleveland, Ohio. Shane, with the success 
of the Proper Pig in Lakewood, Ohio, which I have had uh, no shortage of helping you guys reach stratospheric cataclysmic fame <laughs> here in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The mothership, if you will. Good news for the East Siders, though, right? You know, definitely, yeah. We're, we're looking to spread our barbecue empire out to the east side of Cleveland. When you look to uh, – I'm sorry, I'm trying to get your your picture up here, and I'm screwing the pooch here. Here we go. When you – so when you start the proper pig west side or, or Lakewood or mothership or whatever you want to call it, it's not, it really hasn't even been a year – you see the success that you've been having. You've been hearing the clamoring. So now you're looking other side of town, which is east. And for the people that aren't familiar with where we're at, we're talking completely Japanese here, but that's fine. It's just about you and me right now. How do you look for that yeah. next location? What feedback are you getting from like, oh, where are you going to go next? When are you open the other spot? I mean, uh, aside from the feedback, this is a really big risk for kind of a young company. Yeah, well, when uh, Ted and I first started the first restaurant in Lakewood, I was still working a regular nine-to-five corporate job, and Ted was doing a lot of stuff on his own. So once the restaurant kind of took off, I was able to quit. Um, so we had a lot more manpower behind the uh, behind the restaurant. So it started to catch, or we started to catch up, and it got a little bit easy for us. So we saw we were kind of getting bored. So we thought it'd be a good time to to move on. You know, we do a lot of catering and um, we were doing a lot on the West side of Cleveland. We thought, well, it wouldn't be smart to open that close to where we are now. So we figured we might as well go on the other side of town. Um, I live out on the East side, so it's really not that much further for me to go up to Manor than it is to go to the West side. So it just kind of made sense. Manor's a good city. There's a lot of industry there uh, along with a huge uh, residential population. So it just seemed like it made sense, and we found a place that we liked, and it's, uh, hopefully it works out. Biggest question, of course, is when is it going to be potentially opening? Uh, we're going to look for uh, about a May 1st opening. Um, since it's our second one, we we have a lot better idea on how to do it. Um, it but it's I, we're going to try to do you know a month training for our management and in the pitmasters and stuff like that at our Lakewood place. So we want, we really want to make sure that the food doesn't suffer at all since we're opening another place. That's ultimately that's the most important thing is that the consistency is still there because that's what a lot of barbecue places lack is the consistency. Shane Vitovic joining me here on the show, co-owner of the proper pig smokehouse currently located in Lakewood, Ohio, moving uh, or adding a location in Menor, Ohio, uh, FEC pits again, just like in the Lakewood location. Yeah, we'll we'll have uh, two FEC 240s in there. We're not going to make the same mistake uh, as we did in Lakewood and uh, only have and have a small amount of capacity. We're going to make sure we have the right capacity from the get go so that we could serve everybody. Um, it took us a little while to get it dialed in in Lakewood, and we learned a lot from our our experience. Um, you know, coming from a corporate background, we're analytical type guys, so we try to improve everything that we can every time you know each day so um i think people are going to be pleasantly surprised menu wise same thing as in lakewood and is it going to be one of those dinner dinners through the week and then lunch dinner on the weekends no it'll be uh it'll be the same menu however it's going to be open lunch and dinner seven days a week so um the neighborhood where we chose in mentor and that's one of the reasons that we did is close to a lot of uh a lot of 
um, industry. So we think we could get a nice lunch crowd there as well as a dinner crowd. So that's, it really gets us excited because we prefer to be open all the time, frankly. I mean, I think even the food will be more consistent when we're there all the time. The thing that got it, uh, the thing that started the proper pig in the first place was the food truck. That's certainly not going away, right? Oh, no way. That'll never go anywhere. It's, it's great for business. It's great advertising. We love the food truck. Uh, we just love the whole food truck experience. We get to meet a lot of people and we get to go to a lot of different events. It's, it's just a lot of fun. It, it gets you out of the restaurant a little while. And I mean, we wouldn't be anywhere where we are now without the food truck. So they'll have to pull us away from that kicking and screaming. Shane, any future expansion plans on the horizon? Very high level, of course. We haven't even opened Benner yet, but would you like to see other locations? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we'd like to open up one a year if we could. But um, this matter will be a big test because it is more, it's it's a little more expanded hours from what we have in Lakewood. So we're just going to go and get this one open, see how it goes. Just like how our business has been from the beginning, we're going to keep it organic, the growth organic, and we're really just not going to push anything. When it's time, it'll it'll uh, it'll be time, and we'll know it. So um, let's just keep our fingers crossed and uh, make sure that we can uh, do well over here on the east side. Is this going to be more of a you face in Menor or more of a Ted face or more of a combined Shane Ted face, or what are we going to be seeing over there? It'll it'll be combined. <laughs> um, that's one strength that we have is that we support each other pretty well so it gives us a time to be able to see our family you know a lot of these a lot of restaurateurs or barbecue guys they, they don't get to see the family very often it's a, it's a lot of hours um so we jump around quite a bit so that we could give uh try to balance everything so i would say i'll probably be out there a little bit more just because it's a little close to my house but um you know, we want to keep our faces seen around there all the time, and I think that's going to be a way to keep the consistency is just so our employees know that we're around, you know. All right. Uh, you're going to be looking for him here in just a couple months. Shane Vitovic, co-owner of The Proper Pig, moving to Menor, or I'm sorry, adding to Menor. It'll still be in Lakewood as well. Shane, thanks so much, buddy. Hey, thanks, Greg. You Have got it. Luck. There he is. I'd like to say this was working out just as planned, but it's not. But that's all right. I mean, what the hell? Nobody cares. John Solberg joining me here now to round out Around the Barbecue Love. John, how are you, buddy? I'm great, Greg. How are you today? I'm doing absolutely fabulous. I have to get your picture up here. John, talk to me about pig fat. Who doesn't love pig But you took it to a whole new level on Instagram, and I saw it in, like, little jars, and it's like stable for almost ever six months, which is approximately how long I have left to live. So talk to me about uh, pig fat and how you make it and all the good stuff. Well, the fancy word is pig lard. Lard. Uh, lard. It's uh, just taking some muscle fat and rendering it down and storing it. Uh, it's not anything new. It kind of got a bad rap and it's kind of artisanal now and coming back around and it's easy to do. And how much pig fat do you throw away when you trim up? shoulder quite a bit so yeah so i mean is it just a matter so let's be clear first right off the bat if you're cooking a pound and a half or in my case at home three pounds of bacon at a time this isn't the stuff you're cascading into the coffee mug that eventually you toss out or is it no it it is not if you can uh if you have a big pork butt and it's got a big fat cap on it that you're trimming off yeah it's that white 
fat that comes off of there. Uh, good, good lard comes from the fat around organ meats of the pig, but I don't, I don't butcher pigs, so I just take that fat cap off of that shoulder, render that down into my lard. All right, so you are cutting off, let's say, the fat cap of two or three or four pork butts that you might be doing for a small cater. You're having a big party, so you get this fat in the uh, solid form, and then you just throw it in a pot, and is it like... Uh, crock pot slow melting is you just throw it in a pan and kind of melt it down as quick as it'll melt down. How does the initial process work? It's a slow process. I've never done it stovetop, but you can in a heavy stock pot. Uh, basically, if you take a pound or two pounds of fat, clean it up, clean the pink. I call it the pink fat. There's a little blood in it or, you know, chunk it up into some chunks, throw it in the crock pot, quarter cup of water in there. That'll evaporate off. Same process in a pan. Put it on low, leave it alone, walk away, let it do its thing for a while. Stir it once in a while and let it render down. It'll start to turn into liquid. And through the course of the of the render, when you're done with it, strain it, store it, put it in the fridge. All right, straining, well, okay, so liquid-wise, is it going to appear to be clear or is there like a, a cloudiness to it? I mean, how do you know you're doing the right thing? It's clear. It has a little bit of a, a, a brownish color tinge, consistent, but it's very even. It's very clean looking. Um, and parts of the fat won't render down, and they'll remain in that liquid, and you just stir that around. And you're going to have some pretty big pieces left when you're done, but you'll start to see it melting and wilting and uh, browning because from the heat, the browning of the particulates in there, not the fat. So, so you'll kind of know. When you when you got some fat, when you strain it, is it coffee strainer? Is it metal strainer? Is it some specialty strainer that we have to get? What's the deal? No, you can. Um, a lot of people use fine cheesecloth. To be honest with you, I use a coffee filter in a metal strainer over a container, and in a pinch, I've used a paper towel. Do the same thing. And then you're just straining right into whatever you're going to be storing in. Yeah, I tend to pour it into a bigger bowl, you know, so I can. Uh, and just manage it a little better. And then I pour it off into pint jars. It's hot. Let it cool. It kind of seals up when it when it cools and then throw it in the fridge. All right. Uh, Use-wise, once you have it, uh, you, you said it could last up to six months as far as use is concerned. What do you like to throw it in? What can you use it in? Or is it just anything? Well, it's anything that you need some fat for. It's a great frying fat. has a really high smoke point. It's uh, got a lot of the same good, and I don't know all my poly and mono and all those f- fatisms but it's got a lot of the good fat like olive oil in it and it is one of the better animal protein fats there is so it's pretty good fat if you want to fry an egg in it um i've even fried eggs in it with a little bit of uh, butcher's barbecue uh, grilling oil in there give it a little butter flavor on top of it if you like to fry an egg in two different fats which is always nice so just use it for anything you would uh anything that you would fry fat in Easy enough. Uh, John Solberg talking about pork lard. John, thanks so much, buddy. Thanks. Oh, look at this. We're already around the barbecue globe. How about that? All right. So, I mean, you know, what can I tell you? And the first run of it, I think it was good. I think we could probably add one more guest. We could probably split it up into four corners. And, you know, there you go. I liked it. That was great. Perfect. I think John's time might have actually been the like the best time, but you know, hey, it's a work in progress. 
around the barbecue globe. This is kind of what I was talking about when I said, hey, if I can get X amount of correspondence, we could go in, we could hit it. Anyway, we'll we'll work it out. I think that was pretty cool. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about the longest-running sponsor of the show located in Warminster, Pennsylvania, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cookers, stop here. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of the technology. Why are you going to buy from anybody else? If you're not familiar with how these beauties work, I'm not going to get into the minute detail, but imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperature in one set, keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. This is real life, and you can take advantage of this technology today. Because maybe you're a busy working professional, or perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids doing errands, and quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around to 10 pit temperatures. The Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs, and you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. There's currently uh, four different models to choose from. The CyberQ, Wi-Fi, and the PartyQ are top to bottom. And then you have the DigiQ DX2, right? Love that. That's the most popular selling. Uh, Now the new Onyx oven is out as well. So if you're looking for a new cooker, that's one. In the market for a cooker, you know what I'm going to tell you about. Accommodates all the good stuff. Great new upgrades made. Head on over to the website and check it out. Works seamlessly with any of the Guru pit temperature control devices. That's the new Onyx oven. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to the website, thebbqguru.com, and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. You can visit the website, bbqguru.com. That's bbqguru.com. Again, the uh, the phone number, 800-288-GURU. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Doug Scheiding, official Barbecue Central Show, Texas correspondent, coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. The biggest name in pork bringing you great opportunities this barbecue season gets spoken with Smithfield. Their grant program and committed cooks program as well. You can learn more at the website. Get, I'm sorry, smokingwithsmithfield.com. That's smokingwithsmithfield.com. Thanks to them for sponsoring the show. All right. Joining me now, the official Barbecue Central Show, Texas, embedded correspondent, super secret double agent, Doug Scheiding, joining me here on the show. Doug What's up, Greg? How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Doug. How are you? 
I'm doing great. Good news. Wait, good news. I was wearing the same shirt yesterday, believe it or not. Long long sleeve row cookers black t-shirt, believe it or not. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, breaking news. Go ahead. Give it to me. I would like to tell you, I was searching for some wine for Valentine's Day for the wife. And guess what I found tonight? What? Charbono. What? It's all about the Charbono, baby. Charbono, dude. That's right. Look at you. All right. So, being a uh, a wine connoisseur, like, what do you think of Charbono, dude? It was actually f- pretty good. It's a little perfumey, but uh, actually had a very unique flavor, and uh, the wife liked it on Valentine's Day, so that was most important. Absolutely. So, for the folks that have no idea what a Charbono is, is it a red or a white? It's a red grape, actually based. Yeah. Uh, the basis is from France. So. And uh, this particular one is RunQuest. We got it in uh, the Sierra Foothills out oh. in El Dorado. All right. So you picked it up like in person. In person. Yeah. We go to the wine region in California, Sacramento, uh, about every year. We just went in January for a week. Wow, really? Yeah. What's your favorite wine ever? Favorite wine ever? I would have to say it's probably... Probably a Grange, a Grange. It's sure it's a Shiraz. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a Shiraz Shiraz. out of Australia. Yeah, all right. Yeah, high alcohol content, high fruit forward, all the good stuff. Yeah, all the women love it. All right, right. Uh, so Doug is my, of course, embedded Texas correspondent, the guy that pretty much contributes a lot of stuff to the show that nobody knows about and never gets any credit for. So talk to me. A couple weeks ago, you had the San Antonio Rodeo. Of course, you and I. Well, maybe not you, but I was kind of privately hoping that CJ was going to be able to pull off a defense of San Antonio Rodeo. But, yes. I mean, he had a really good cook, no doubt about it. But, you know, from a, from a high level, what did you think about that contest? And, I mean, San, the, the Rodeo wasn't the only event that took place. There was also one that took place uh, earlier in the weekend as well. Yeah, correct. Yeah, they're 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 tr- actually trying to model it somewhat like the the American Royal. So on Friday, um, Steve Grams had organized what's called the Texas Barbecue Points uh, Invitational. Uh, Hundred top cooks in Texas can be any sanctioning body. So you know the KCBS, IBCA, Lone Star, they all count towards the chase. And uh, so the hundred top cooks are invited to cook in that cook-off, and we had 55 of those cooks at the event Wow! on Friday. So, that's I mean, that's a big turnout. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good turnout, so that was pretty good. And then, obviously, if you're there, you're going to cook the one on Saturday as well, and there were 323 uh, on Saturday. So it's the, the largest sanctioning body, uh, sanctioned cook-off in Texas. Wow. Houston wow. being its own sanctioning body. <laughs> Doug, I mean, on the whole, I don't want to sit here and paint with broad strokes, but when you look at what a Texas competition, on the and it doesn't have to be an IBCA. I mean, LSBS has certainly seen a number of highly attended events and some of the other ones as well. But, I mean, on the whole, Texas just seems to really turn out highly attended events weekend out, weekend in, and it doesn't matter if there's like, 15 in a weekend or four in a weekend there always seems to be in that 85 plus team event what do you attribute that to their barbecue is kind of you know it's part of the texas culture 
you know, it's, it's one of the mystique type things. And so being able to cook, uh, Texas barbecue is uh, kind of sexy here in Texas. So a lot of people like to do it. And uh, it's a way of life, actually, in South Texas. So, you know, like Fred Robles, who you'll have on, et cetera. The, I mean, they cook every weekend, uh, you know, 40 cooks a, uh, a week. Wow. A year. Um, Excuse me. Also, a couple of weeks ago, there was Super Bowl and you were part of like Team Traeger. They had like a dream team uh, via Traeger show up and do some type of a cook-off against other people. So, like, what was that set up all about? Oh, yeah, that was a, an invitational event. It was organized, and there were 15 teams, and they were supposed to be kind of like all-star teams. So, like, uh, on our team, we had uh, Danielle DivaQ as the captain. Uh, Chad uh, Chad was also there. I cooked chicken. CJ cooked uh, uh, brisket. And then Simon Flores and uh, Diablo uh, cookers he cooked ribs, and then and then also CJ and I cooked ribs as well. So um, we all all turned in and basically competed against the you know the fifteen other teams that were invited to to cook for the event. So it was held on Friday. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. How did you guys fare? We uh, we actually did really well. We got a third in chicken. It was a lot of pressure because in this particular event, since there's only 15 yeah, teams right. and, and, you know, you're, you're representing Traeger. Um, they called all of the tickets. So as they're reading down from 15, 14, you're just like, Oh my gosh. But, uh, wound up third, third and bird, third and ribs and second and brisket. And we, uh, we got reserve grand champions lost by one point overall. Wow. Who did you lose to? We lost to a team of, uh, aces and eights and, uh, hot licks. And they are, I think they were number five and six in the, in the LSBS uh, top 10 cookers. So they were, they were good cookers. When you have that type of a talent on one team, you know, you're a world champion, you have the Q and you have all these other CJ and, you know, the, the list goes on. Is it almost a no win for you? Like if you don't win, is it, you might as well be 15th as well. I mean, because of the star power and the notoriety and the recognition of team Traeger. Oh, well, no, it, it, it was a great because we were the only team to get a top uh, top three in all three categories. So from, from our standpoint, that was perfect. And then we actually had to cook for an, uh, an event on Sunday as well. And so we cooked 30 briskets for an event on Sunday and served wow. all, of the, all of that. Almost about, I think it was about 2,000 boats of brisket on <laughs> Sunday. And a lot of people came back. We didn't just mail it in. We actually injected. And, yes, we injected with Butcher's Prime briskets. Of course and, you did. Yes, we did. And, uh, <laughs> and, and we even had, uh, you know, people like the, the Broncos owner come back for multiple times and say our brisket was the best, et cetera. So we were the only team to, uh, to serve all of our food before the time was up, which so was fantastic. Super Bowl was a good time. It was a good time, but there was so much security. It made me nervous. It was like, <laughs> did they know something was going on that we didn't know? You know, when when Pence came in and all the military helicopters, you know, flying around and all the special forces, Homeland Security, I was actually kind of glad to get out of there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Doug Chiding joining me here on the show, Pitmaster Rogue Cookers. Uh, Doug, talk to me about IBCA, uh, where we at are now in 2017 certainly early in the year but last year 
You know, we had the big merging, and then uh, Texas is like a unit was talking about screwing pellet cookers altogether, which turned into everybody eventually loving pellet cookers like nobody else in the country. Where are, resolution. I know. Where are we at with uh, IBCA, and I guess where are we at uh, sub-storied into the pellet revolution of Texas? Okay, and uh, IBCA actually just had a uh, board meeting. Of course, we're divided up into regions now, right. which was which is different, and that was done at the last annual meeting. And so they just had a, a board meeting. They're going to have a uh, IBCA Barbecue Hall of Fame now, so that's something new on the agenda. And they're going to release requirements and and uh, requests for nominations uh, for that. Um, they're also going to have now a barbecue banquet. Uh, similar to the event that was held at the San Antonio Rodeo, there was a banquet for the top cooker in Texas, et cetera. Now IBCA is going to have their own event uh, in August. Um, they also made a rule, which is, is a little interesting, that every head cook has to be 18 years or old. Uh, 18 years or older. Uh-huh. Um, there's a couple of teams that there's been some issues with head cooks being less than 18 and possibly getting cash prizes. And, and, uh, so that was something that, uh, wasn't so kosher. And, um, but, uh, yeah, like you say, pellet cookers is not off, you know, is off the radar. And in fact, the, the pendulum is swung the other way at the Super Bowl contest. Uh, uh, five of the 15 teams had pellet cookers. Really? In addition, in addition to some other ones, we, we had four Traegers, but there were, there were probably another seven Traegers at that event. What do you attribute to what appeared to be an outward hate of pellet cookers to an unbridled acceptance literally months later? It seems outrageously bizarre. It is. It's almost like, you know, that Brad Paisley song, uh, song about, you know, no, uh, no uh, news is bad news is, you know, is all good news. Yeah. And, and it kind of raised the the attention level. And so people kind of started understanding, oh, yeah, it, they'll cook really good chickens. You can actually cook brisket on it as well. That And and so it started raising the awareness. And in fact, I know one of the guys that uh, that voted no has now has a pellet cooker and he cooks his chicken and, and and really it comes down to necessity of sleep you can sleep with a pellet cooker and uh, you know a lot more than you can with a with a stick burner do you think that the by and large majority are still off burner guys or they're just never going to admit the fact that they would rather have a, a pellet cooker or if they have one it's just kind of like tucked in the backyard and they'll never let anybody back there to look at it no, I, I, I think it's, it's starting to come out. I, I was at the San Antonio Rodeo. Ernest had his uh, Traeger at the uh, San Antonio Rodeo, and uh, his wife, Belinda, was saying if she had two, she'd start competing and beat beat his butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. All right, um, talk to me about Row Cooker's competition schedule this year so far. Rogue cookers. Um, okay, so we uh, have done a few. Obviously, we did the, the San, San Antonio Rodeo, uh, the two there. We did the Super Bowl. Um, my next one, um, I'm kind of taking a little break for a couple of weeks, is the Houston Rodeo. Yeah. Cooking for a new team. Oh. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to be cooking for the Wild Game Crew, uh, along with uh, Paul Shoddy of Head Country, and uh, also Mark Mason of uh, Papa's. Um, so the three of us will be will be the head cooks on that team. They've got four entries. Um, as you know, it's mostly dominated by 
by corporate. So I'm doing that in March, uh, doing one in uh, uh, Green, Texas, which is New Braunfels in April. And gosh, oh, Buda, the wiener dog races. It's a fantastic cook-off, and they actually have races with wiener dogs, and they have the, you know, the purebred division. They have the mixed breed division. It's actually great. Wow. And uh, doing that, and then uh, smoking on the river in Waco early May, and then uh, uh, the Bandera Rodeo Memorial Day weekend. So those, those, are, those are my next five cook-offs. All right, Doug, two questions. Here we go. 2017 Hall of Fame induction ceremonies includes Greg Rempe, yes or no? I would say no, but you may be on the nomination list. Final answer? Final answer. Hey, I sent my email. Has everyone else? Right, you're wrong. I'm going to get in this year. I'm getting in. It doesn't matter. Nobody can. Nobody will keep me down. Nobody will keep me down. All right. How many uh, people have sent emails? How many? Do you know how many people have sent emails? No, for I you? have no idea. That's all right. It yeah. does. It doesn't matter. I know only the people that love me the most have sent them. Here's the next question. As he takes a sip of his Charbono, Charbono. dude. Charbono. 2017 is the year that horse meat comes to the visibility of every single meat-consuming American in the United States of America. True or false? The answer is no. (laughs) Unless NAFTA goes away, Uh and then that'll be a black market trade with Mexico as it comes across the board. All right. Uh, That's his final answer. Doug's wrong on that, too. I hate to say it. Unbelievable, Doug Shiding, zero for two. I didn't think it would happen, but uh, uh, okay. you know, you know I, I here's what I hate to say, Doug. In the last two weeks, five of the most prolific pitmasters have all told me to pound salt on this horse meat. Oh, I, I love. I want one of the shirts. I would have called in, but you didn't have an XL tonight. So yeah. Well, what can, what can I tell you? It appears that most barbecue people. So you know, what can I? T- here you go. Uh, Doug Shiding is the pitmaster of Rogue Cookers. Uh, he is the official Barbecue Central Show Texas embedded correspondent. Doug, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming up. Absolutely, Greg. Thank you. You got it. There he is, Doug Shiding from Rogue Cookers. Doug Shiding. Uh, world champion, by the way. All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. That's right. Yummy. Say it again. All guests on the Barbecue Central show appear via the Smithfield Hotline. Yummy. I wish I could say that. I can't say that. Even with high uh, profonics on my voice. Profonics. High effects on my voice. That doesn't work. All right, folks, let me talk to you quickly about Butcher's Barbecue, the first around the Barbecue Globe guest, by the way. I think if time would tell properly, Dave has been a first guest on some groundbreaking stuff. We just don't know it. He was here on Around the Barbecue Globe. All right, folks, uh, step it up. The barbecue, the grilling game, no better or easier way than by adding a little Butcher Barbecue to your arsenal. Here's the deal. Tonight revealed on this show... 12-ounce bottles, almost one pound of brisket injection and pork injection. Let me talk to you about this. With over 30 years of business and world championship barbecue knowledge, Butcher's Barbecue has been able to bottle the only pork or beef injection 
needed to make that happen for you. Flavor moistness will never be an issue again when you cook with the pork or beef injection. Here's the direction. Shake the bottle. See, I'm shaking it. This is what you do. You can see the goodness on the bottom. That's why you want to shake it. Before you inject it, shake it. Use the meat injector for application. Place the open end of the needle in the injection and slowly pull back on the plunger. Place the needle in the center of the meat while squeezing the handle slowly. Pull the needle out so the injection covers different layers of the meat. Repeat these steps scattered throughout the meat so you get an even but good concentration of injection in that protein, whether it be pork or brisket. Use this entire bottle for a pork butt that is 12 pounds or larger. It will also make a great liquid to add while cooking with it. They recommend that this product be refrigerated after opening. In regards to the beef injection, let me tell you, that this bottle of beef injection is good for a brisket that is 12 pounds or larger as well. So you can go to butcherbbq.com. That's butcherbbq.com. Oh, jeez. What am I doing? And buy your pork injection and your brisket injection right there. Of course, all the standby rubs and sauces, grilling oils, the new rubs, the... the uh, pecan, the cherry, the triple secret, triple X blend, and the Chipotle blend all there. Come on, what are you doing? Stop waiting around. Go to butcherbbq.com right now and stock up on all the stuff. Folks, the injection is in the bottle. Suck it up with a syringe. Inject it into the meat. It's done. It's done. Lazy people, it is done for you. Here we go. We're wrapping it up right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today. Craig Rimpey. Jason King weighing in on the instant chat. Horse meat and the Barbecue Hall of Fame smoke everything? Is pot legal in Cleveland now? No. Well, I don't know if no is the correct, correct answer. I believe medical marijuana is legal. So if you have your doctor write you a prescription for the weed, you can smoke Uh, Let the record show that from a uh, purely business standpoint, uh, not drug-related or drug effects and all of this other stuff, because I believe Ohio and specifically Cleveland might have one of the most horrific heroin addiction systems going on right now, current day. But uh, look, if... It has appeared now that uh, not legalizing drugs has continued to do nothing except having people want to do the drugs. So why not make, on a high level, uh, safe houses that uh, you can control the manufacturing of these drugs and ensure their quality 
and then uh, provide rooms that have like absorbent floors for the uh, vomiting and padded walls for the craziness that might go on depending on whatever drug you're taking. And you sit down with a medical professional and they inject you with a non-lethal dose of drugs. And if you have to take your drugs, uh, pay for them and bring revenue into the city. But what's the difference between that and putting a casino downtown? I have no idea. People are addicted to gambling and yet they're allowed to sit there and while away for hours and hours and days and days I end at the penny slot. But if you have people that are obviously willing to pay for drugs and are addicted and aren't going to quit, let's give them a place where they can be injected safely. They have a place to vomit nicely and we can reap the rewards as a society. Let's do this. So from a purely business standpoint, I am for the legalization of all drugs as long as we can tax the shit out of it and kind of control how it's made. That seems completely contradictory because currently I've done zero illegal drugs ever, not even pot. People that you've never done pot, it's illegal. Of course I've never done it. What can I tell you? All right, here we go. Uh, Quickly, first hour. Brian Maraska from Bull Rush Barbecue. Then we gave away T-shirts. Second hour around the barbecue globe. Dave Boska, Shane Vitovic, and John Solberg. And then lastly, we just had um, drawing a blank. Doug Scheiding, official Texas correspondent of the show. Uh, big show planned next week. Thanks for hanging out with me here on your Valentine's Day, September 11, 2001. I will never forget. And until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.